0: Have you heard what I've heard from a source?
1: We really oughtn't to discuss such things, of course.
2: But it's the hottest news in town. And I'd hate to let you down. If you promise not to tell.
0: Then... Well, I heard the mother has a lover.
2: And another. And a third. It's absurd.
0: It's a scandal how she simply cannot handle her own child. I've
2: always said
1: she's far too wild. And as for the father...
0: Well, now he goes even farther.
1: I would rather not say what I heard. But word for word, he has a mistress who's resistless to his charms.
0: I heard, she fell straight into his arms. Every night, another
2: party. Every drink, another fight. And it really isn't
0: any good for
2: anyone on either side.
0: Neither
1: party shows remorse, yet what I simply can't endorse is the treatment of the daughter. It's
2: neglect.
0: Yes, they ought to show respect for the poor child.
2: Or she'll end up just
0: as wild. I expect she
1: gets no love, just instability.
2: While they go out and mix with
1: nobility.
2: So she's always left alone With no grown-up
1: in the
3: home
0: It will all come crashing down in due course
1: Well... Yes, that's what I heard from my source That this sorry matrimony is now fought with acrimony
2: He's a phony She's so coarse All
1: these rumours reinforce (laughs)
2: That that this this toxic toxic, tasteless tasteless partnership is headed for Have you heard heard the fairy tales over? Have you heard the pair are at war? Have you heard
3: heard they're both seeking closure? closure? There's no way this story is changing course there's only one ending, and that's divorce. Have you heard the romance is done for? Have you heard it's all in a show? Have you heard there won't be an honor?
0: they come. Mustn't stare.
4: But... Oh, God, is it me? Oh, yes. Is I mean? Yes. Oh, We'd we better run. run. We better Over run. there. I would rather spend a day in a river with a crocodile.
5: Sounds like Heaven.
4: Run six miles with broken glass in my shoe. Make it seven. Drink a pint of weak old milk. Give up diamonds, pearls, and silk. Then spend another single moment here with you. Then spend another single moment here with you.
3: I would rather
5: lay down nude In the middle of a frozen lake And stay in bed for twenty years with the flu Oh, is that all? Dodge a bullet in the dark Have a cuddle with a shark Then spend another single moment here with you Then spend another single moment here with you
3: life before you was a butterfly
4: now
5: it's a stinging bee the The only thing you had going going for you is that that you were married married to
3: me
4: i would rather use my head As the football in a football match
5: Dye my hair and both my eyebrows bright blue
4: Sit outside in a typhoon
5: Fight a dragon with a spoon Then Then spend spend another another single single moment moment here with you Then spend another single single moment here with you If life before you was a hop and skip Now it's a painful crawl The only thing that I got from you Was nothing, no nothing at all The only thing that I got from you Was nothing, no nothing at all
1: When I grow up, the very last thing I want is to be an adult in my experience, they are the most foolish, confusing, unstable, irresponsible people on Earth. No offence. It's just that my dear Mama is... You wretched, ungrateful monkey! Whilst my loving Papa is... You
5: bird-brained little whiffet!
1: That's actually a common misconception about birds. The neuronal density of avian brains means they have considerable cognitive power per unit mass. Sorry, only child. Lots of time to myself. As for being a it, that means young person. So I'm delighted to be one of those, if it means not being old and having to fall in love or get married or any of the other things that ruin your life. But I have to hand it to my parents. While they may be... Curse the day I was burdened with a child. And also... Females
5: were put on this earth to cause me suffering.
1: I'm sure he doesn't include his only daughter in this.
5: Every single one of them.
1: Oh. Anyhow, they've taught me a great deal. In their own way. And not only my parents, but my step-parents too. And my governesses. One of whom became my step-parent, actually. And my parents' lovers and my step-parents' lovers and... What's that, Lisette? Lisette says I'm moving too quickly. Let's go back to the beginning. It all starts at the very end, the day my parents' marriage turned to dust. And there was just one tiny, so insignificant, it's hardly worth mentioning, little issue on which they simply could not agree.
2: What What are are we going going to to do with
5: Maisie? Maisie?
1: That's me, Maisie. The 12-year-old bane of my parents' life. About as welcome as a flea at a dog's tea party. But their divorce has made me much wiser and I'm thankful, truly, for all the lessons I've learned as a result. Innumerable lessons. Far too many to count. Actually, it's eight. Eight lessons on life and love unwittingly imparted by the adults around me. And since poor Lisette has heard me talk little else for weeks, all right, months, I've been longing to have someone else to share them with. And here you all are. And here I am. So here's what I know. Lesson number one. Forever doesn't necessarily mean forever. Once upon a time when Mama and Papa were young and in love and their future stretched ahead of them like, well, like the future, they promised each other forever and ever first there was and the whole mood was and then came which soon became Love very quickly turned to like, which turned to indifference, which turned to intolerance, until eventually... You are the most
4: mind-numbingly idiotic person I have ever encountered. Oh, really? Have you not met your mother?
1: The decision to end the marriage was easy. The decision of what to do with me, less so. The poor judge went back, forth, back, forth, until finally... He settled on this. In this
2: scandalous divorce, there is only one innocent party. The daughter. The proper course would be to find a suitable third person to act as guardian. However, no such person is available or willing. Ouch. I am reluctant to send a child possessed of Two parents, even such parents as these, to an orphanage.
3: If you can't decide, you'll have to divide, have to divide that child. Oh,
2: well, really.
3: If you can't decide, you'll have to divide and cut
2: that child in two. It is indeed most difficult work. Cut that child in two. Uh, enough! I have reached a conclusion. I give judgment that the child shall spend six months of the year with the mother. What? Ha! And six with the father.
4: Oh. Excellent.
2: The first period shall be spent with the mother.
4: Uh, Your Honor, I I wonder if I might speak with you.
5: That's the decision the judge
3: has made. Six months here, six months there. Yes, yes,
4: but might I briefly be allowed to? Um, that's,
3: that's the decision. He I won't, won't dissuade. be swayed. Take, Take your question elsewhere. Since you weren't alive, divide, he I had, had to divide, had to divide. Had to divide. divide. Child in two. Cut your child in two
1: There you have it Tossed back and forth like a shuttlecock We don't even like badminton Do we Lisette? Oh <laughs> Lisette says She does like badminton
3: Since they want a light, he had to divide, had to divide that child. Since they want a light, he had to divide and cut that child in two, cut that child. in
1: six months with Mama gave me an idea of why adults find forever so stretchy. It seems to drag for an eternity. Each week lasts a decade, each month's a century, until at last the time is up. Maisie Farange! Farange, like orange.
4: Oh, there you are. Who are you talking to? No one strange child. That's how I know you're your fathers. Though I can't deny you have the eyes of a certain Viscount I once knew many years ago. Twelve years ago, coincidentally. Anyway, uh, what's all this about Miss Overmore accompanying you to your fathers? Miss Overmore is my governess. I, I thought she would be. What a wild notion. Then who'll take care of me there? You're to have a new governess, according to your father. Mind you, that man's forever telling lies. Miss Overmore! Is she quite deaf? Uh, Ma'am, my daughter has got it into her head that you'll be joining her at her father's. I'm sorry? Apology accepted. I'll leave you to explain that no decent woman would be seen dead at the house of a brute. Isn't that right? Oh, yes,
1: no decent brute. House of a woman. Miss Overmore is scared of Mama. Good.
4: What on earth are you clutching, Maisie? It's Lisette. Frittering money on new toys again.
1: I've had her for seven years. Well, that
4: explains why she could do with a wash.
1: Miss Overmore, does tell lies... Of course not. Your papa is perfectly charming. Oh, that's good. I wish you were coming with me. Papa would love you. Gosh, I don't know about love, a man so handsome as that. Miss Overmore? Maisie. When you say papa is charming, how do you know? Did I say that? Just now. You said he wouldn't tell lies because he's perfectly charming. Oh, stories I've heard, I suppose. <laughs> oh, yes. Stories. Miss Overmore? Maisie. When you say he's handsome, how do you know that? Why, photos, of course. I got a good look at the one Mrs Farange smashed in the drawing room. And the one she threw out of the window. And the one she buried in the garden under that steaming heap of... Ah, yes, photos. Now, let me give you one last squeeze. Mama and Papa, I wish more. plain. Many children long for glamorous parents like mine. And to tell the truth, I'm rather looking forward to seeing my...
4: Horrid beast of a father! Remember, my angel, you are to be my eyes and ears. I'll want reports. No doubt he'll be up to all sorts. Yes, Mama. You have no idea what I mean, do you? No, Mama. Oh, my poor, simple girl. I expect you'll miss me dreadfully. Would you like a hug? No, thank you, Mama. Mom, too emotional. I understand. Now, be good. Don't get in the way. Actually, do get in the way. Serves him right. No, no, don't get in the way. I
1: don't want him packing you off back here early. What do you think my new governess will be like? Honestly,
4: you are quite obsessed.
1: I hope she'll be pretty like Miss Overmore.
4: Pretty what like Miss Overmore? Just Pretty? Pretty?
1: Overmore. She's going to tell me she supposes she is pretty in a rather obvious way.
4: I, I suppose she is pretty in a rather obvious way.
1: If you like that sort of thing. If you
4: like that sort of thing. Anyway, I hardly have time to stand around forever talking about your governess. Have you finished packing? Almost. Well, be sure not to leave anything here. You never know. Y- you never know what? You will just never know. Hello, Mum. Maisie, are you ready? Oh, she's been dilly-dallying about, I'm afraid, Miss Overmore. Oh, talking about you, as it happens. Me, Mum? She thinks you're pretty. Oh, goodness, well, I, I think you're pretty too, Maisie dear. Yes, yes, isn't this wonderful? We all think everybody's pretty. And now that's settled, Maisie, you are to be by the door in 30 minutes. Your father cannot stand punctuality, so please be prompt. You
1: won't forget me, will you? It's only six months, silly thing. Though if I had my way, you'd stay here with me. Until I'm 100? Oh, much longer. Forever. So you see, forever can mean until we divorce, or it can mean for as long as I feel like, or for the time being, or even for a few minutes. It's easy to be bamboozled by its magic, so I'm learning to take it with a pinch of salt. Exactly, Lisette. She says in my family's case, it should be taken with all the salt in the ocean.
3: If you can't decide, you'll have to divide, have to divide that child. If you can't decide, you'll have to divide and cast that child into two. That child
1: Lesson number two: The truth is a flexible
5: object. Now that, Maisie, is society. Society with a capital C. He's uh-huh. drunk. The finest men and women in the coal country.:
1: He's very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da.
5: Doesn't your papa show you a good time? Hmm? Uh, what did you think of the ladies?
1: They were...
5: Mm, weren't they? I knew you'd love them. Fabulous specimens, and I dare say an inspiration for you, my girl. And, um, and the gentlemen? Very? Yes, exactly. Very. I saw a few paying you special attention, you lucky donkey. <laughs> what were they saying, hmm? One pinched the
1: back of my knees. Well, one of the ladies said I had legs like matchsticks.
5: <laughs> Did you now? Did you now? Ah, oh, what fun.
1: Papa, it's nearly midnight.
5: Is it? Well, uh, the evening is young.
1: Actually, I'm rather tired.
5: Uh, well, luckily, I have just the kill for that. A little surprise for you.
1: For me? The last time he, ha- he had a surprise, it was boarding school.
5: What is it? Patience, patience. You must close your eyes and, and clap your hands.
1: I'm not going to turn into a pumpkin, am I?
5: What on earth does a pumpkin have to do with anything?
1: Nothing. I was only...
5: If you're going to insist on being odd, it will ruin the surprise. Sorry, Papa. Here. Now, clap your hands. And open... Ta-da!
1: Miss Overmore! Hello, my precious one. What on earth are you doing here? I thought you were forbidden. Forbidden?
5: What, what is she, a fruit?
1: <laughs> Your papa, dear man, sorted it all. I knew he would. He promised, you see. He promised? So y-
5: you've met before? Well, of course we've met before. Are you getting more peculiar? Is she getting more peculiar?
1: Yes, we've met It had to be a little secret, you see, so that your mama wouldn't find out. I couldn't risk not being reunited here with you. You understand, don't you? I always understand. It's awfully good of you to have taken that gamble, what with Mama being the way she is. You mustn't worry. I'm sure she'll have forgotten all about it by the time we go
5: back. (laughs) By by the time we go back, indeed.
1: (laughs) I'm afraid I shan't be going back. Oh, dear. Did Mama lose her temper?
5: If there's one thing that woman has never lost, it's her temper. She doesn't let it out of her sight for a single moment. She'd sooner lose you, Maisie, than her beloved temper. Beal, your papa
1: does make naughty jokes. Yes, your mama was a touch... Insane. Cantankerous. But nothing to worry about. All that matters is that we're here together. The three of us. What about in six months when I go back to Mumma's? Will you stay here?
5: Careful, Maisie. That's how rumours start.
1: No, it wouldn't be proper for me to stay here alone with your papa, without you. I shall stay... with a friend.
5: (laughs) Oh, yes. She'll be staying with a friend, all right. And that's the truth of it.
1: Why wouldn't it be proper for you to stay here? A woman needs an... Appropriate reason to stay with a man.
5: Yes, it's all about
1: etiquette. I see. Actually, I don't. What's etiquette?
5: Oh, you've a lot to learn, little donkey. (laughs) Etiquette means the rules we set. Rules to keep our high standards met. We do what we ought when we should, my pet. In fine society...
1: safety net. It catches us if we forget our grown-up kind of alphabet that spells propriety.
3: Oh, reputations all we cling to, for nothing has more weight than that. One misdemeanor
5: stands between our queen and a member of the proletariat.
1: Understand, little donkey? I think so, but how do we actually do etiquette?
5: Call it napkin, not serviette
1: Be polite in a tet, a tet
5: Fork goes left, knife right,
1: you bet Tertium impropriety
5: Oh, reputation's all we cling to For nothing has more weight than that one misdemeanor stands between a queen and a member of the pro
1: I see. <sighs>
5: Please and thanks make a fine duet
1: Mingle with a well-bred set
5: Dress as smart as a young cadet
1: Serve your finest you tea You love it!
5: Charm your old Aunt Bernadette
1: Know your caviar from your courgette
5: Be as chic as a French baguette That's society! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, there! That should make everything clear Yes, thank
1: you. So, you see, I can stay whilst you are here because I'm your governess. Oh. In that case, the men who stay with Mama, they must be my new tutors. I wonder why I'm in need of four tutors. (laughs) Four?
5: (laughs) Oh, the old girl never changes.
1: My precious one, those aren't your tutors. Those are your Mama's... Gardeners. (laughs) No, her tailors. (laughs) Her accountants. Her chimney sweeps. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Oh, yes, that's a good one. Yes, they're there to give her chimney a thorough sweep. (laughs) No, those men aren't your tutors, Maisie. You ought to have a new governess there. It's all arranged.
1: How do you know? Bill, you said you hadn't spoken to Ida. So perfectly charming people are perfectly capable of telling lies Uh,
5: only briefly she got in touch wanting money for something or other you know what she's like
1: perhaps you and mama might be friends one day
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe it won't be so bad having you here you funny little fish oh you do provide an awful lot of entertainment now if you'll excuse me ladies i must turn in for the night I'm going to have the most terrific headache in the morning. Um, Maisie, do you need to... Do do I need to do anything with you? Do you you put yourself to bed?
1: Yes, Papa, I'm quite all right. Oh,
5: that's my girl. Smartest ten-year-old I know. Papa, I'm twelve. Oh, yes, of course you are, you funny fish. Right, Mrs. Overmore will help you with anything you might want. Um, she's terribly obliging. (laughs) (laughs) Night all. Oh, six months.
1: Oh, your parents do weave a tangled web. I'm afraid I shan't stand for anything but the truth whilst I'm here. What about when a lie is necessary? Why ever should a lie be necessary? I myself cannot abide them. Well, for instance, when it's part of a little secret to avoid us being parted? Oh, that! <laughs> that wasn't a lie, dear. That was... Should we call it fact-bending? Facts are awfully bendy round here. That's why I like Lisette. She's always straight with me. Not like everyone else who treats the truth like a piece of clay. One minute something's a pot and then it's a bowl, then a a vase or a plate. Lisette says my my metaphors are confusing. I suppose what I'm saying is I never quite feel certain of anything when adults are around... But the good news is, I soon discover that not all adults are like this. In fact, some are quite different altogether. Lesson number three.
4: A little kindness goes a long way. Mama? Back already, my angel. Have six months ever flown so quickly? I see you're still lugging around Louise. Lisette. Bless you. Now tell me everything. We had the most wonderful trip Yes, yes, but what of your father? Has the brute no message for me? Well... Oh, you're scared of him, aren't you? Oh, don't worry. You are safe here, my angel. You can tell, Mama. He said... Yes? He said to tell you... Yes, go on. He said
1: to tell you you're a horrid pig.
4: Anything else? What? And you dare report this back, do you? I'm sorry. You rotten little messenger. No, Mummy, you're right. That wasn't etiquette. Oh, Angel. Well, why ever did you learn that word? Perhaps you are turning into a proper young lady after all. Papa taught me. Oh, did he now? Well, you're not to use it again. Such precocious ideas are not becoming of a child. I should have known that man would spoil you. It's my own fault, of course. One can't send a potato to a dung heap and expect it to come back smelling of jasmine. A dung covered potato? Stop, I shall get a big head. However, you must buck up your ideas pretty sharpish, miss. There's someone waiting to meet you. Is it a new governess? Miss Overmore said... Who said? No one. Good girl. Now, stand up straight and smile. No, no, no don't, don't smile. Or just, just try to look normal. Mrs Wicks? Maisie, this is Mrs Wicks, your new governess. How do you do? Very well, thank you.
0: Now...
1: Who's this? This is Lisette. She's French. Is she now?
0: I've always wanted to visit France. It's a pleasure to meet you both.
4: Yes, Mrs Wicks, I expect you're hungry. I can have Susan make you dinner. If it's not too much. It's free. Though if you'd like to contribute. No, I meant, never mind, thank you. Right, I'll leave you two to it. I can tell you're going to get on like a house on fire.
0: Forgive my staring, dear. It's just. You could be my very own Claire Matilda. Who's that? Who's that? She was my daughter. Was your daughter? Thanks, I'm afraid she died some years ago. I like to get that out in the open right away, so there's nothing hidden between us. No secrets. Don't you think that's best? Yes, I do. I really do. Now then, you must tell me all about what you've been doing with your old governess so I can catch up. But, Mrs Wicks, your daughter, do you miss her? Oh, I suppose... Yes, Maisie, I miss her very much indeed.
1: Lisette wants to know what she was like. Oh. Is Lisette prying? Tell me if she is. Mama says she ought to snip my... I mean... Lisette's nose off to keep it out of other people's business. No, Lisette's nose is
0: fine. I'm not used to people asking, that's all. She was the most perfect thing in the world. But I suppose all mothers think that about their daughters. Not all mothers. There was no one like Claire Tilda
3: Just a young girl full of life like you it was all the little things that thrilled her and she was funny stubborn but sunny i felt so lucky being us too oh she was funny stubborn but sunny i felt so lucky being us too She sounds
1: swell Is that a good thing? Definitely And what happened? How did she... Die? Heavens I've started something now haven't I? But it's best to get things out in the open Nothing hidden between us I did mean that I only
0: wonder if the details are not for young ears. I'm practically grown up. That's exactly what my daughter used to say.
1: There
3: was no one like Claire Matilda. Head in the clouds, miles away that day It was instant that the taxi killed her there by the roadside Moments from home I'd left her alone And how I have paid There by the roadside moment from home I'd left her alone And how I have paid You blame
0: yourself? wise little head i used to yes but the passing of time is a kindness
1: i think you're extremely nice and i'm very sorry your daughter died as am i my dear
0: right if you're as much like her as you seem you too must be fond of stories i love them good thing i've got lots up my sleeve then Stories of foolish counts and wicked stepmothers and kings who cut their wives' heads off. Decapitation! Oh, oh, we're going to do very well together, you and I. Now, let me go and fetch my straighteners. Straighteners? That's what I call my spectacles. They set the
1: world straight. Far better that way, don't you agree? Yes, I do. I really do. I had no idea a woman could be such... A mother. I should like Mrs. Wicks to plait my hair and tuck me into bed at night and make me
4: bake well pudding and... What did I tell you? Always mumbling away to herself. She is a most queer child.
2: Oh, it's a sign of a healthy, active brain, if you ask me. Hello, old boy. You must be the beloved daughter I've heard so much about.
4: Beloved? Yes, I'm Macy. Maisie, this is Sir Claude. How He's do you a do? very special friend. How do you do? Oh, isn't she surly? Most days I have a mind to send her straight back to her father's. I say. Oh, oh no, you mustn't misunderstand me. I, I love her to pieces. To death. But um, Maisie is enough to make a saint turn to drink. You'll see. Now, how do I look?
2: Like the jammiest bit of jam. <laughs>
4: I do, don't I? Right, come along. The taxi will be here shortly. Oh, and Maisie, happy birthday.
2: It's your birthday? It's
1: all right. I had one last year.
2: Uh, well, uh, Oh uh, how do you like marzipan mice?
1: Much better than real mice. That's awfully kind of you.
2: She, um, She's a firecracker, isn't she, old boy? You, you mustn't take it personally, her being a bit hard on you. Better than some boring old fuddy duddy mummy who uh, smothers you to their bosom all the day long.
1: I'd love to be smothered to a bosom.
2: Well, you've got me now, anyhow. <laughs> Your knight in shining ah, cravat. <laughs> we'll have fun, won't we? <laughs> Mrs. Wicks! Dear woman, I was just telling Maisie about all the mischief we're going to get up to. You and I? And Maisie. The the, the three musketeers. Brendid. I, I beg your pardon? I
0: was go- sorry, I was going to say brilliant, and then I was going to say splendid, and then Brendid came out.
2: Sir Claude, am I to go alone tonight? Uh, coming, my sweet... Uh, uh, I must be off. It really was some pumpkins meeting you, old boy. I'm um, toodaloo. Uh, toodaloo. Isn't he nice?
0: He's terrific. Mrs. Wicks. So I mean it. It it is absolutely terrific that your mamma has a nice new friend. Yes. Now, where were we? Ah,
1: right. Stories. Once upon a time, many, many
3: moons ago. You remind me of Clematilda somehow your spirit is quite the same and it takes me back to how i've missed her though she is gone i'll act in her honor make you a promise to keep you safe though she
1: Lesson number four, marriage is a serious addiction. May she come in now? One moment. Okay, she may enter. Mrs Wicks, you may come in. I've missed you. And are you, my dear? Now,
0: let me get a good look at you. Are you growing taller or just more lovely?
1: Well, I have had my hair done since you mentioned it, and these shoes are new. I believe she was talking to me, Miss Overmore. Of course. May I ask what has brought you here, Mrs
0: Wicks? You certainly may. I have a message of utmost importance from your mama. Mama? I haven't heard from her in months! You know what she's like, my dear. Terribly busy. More so than ever, what with all her excitement. What excitement? That's what I've been sent here to tell you. Your Mama and Sir Claude are betrothed.
1: Goodness! What does that mean? It means, my dear, they are engaged to be married. Sir Claude! My stepfather! Isn't it wonderful? No! This shan't do! Miss Overmore? I see exactly what that woman's doing, trying to move on, start a new life, hoping we'll keep you here. Well, we won't! It's not fair! I know. We will keep you here. That's what we'll do. Not because she wants us to, but because we won't let her have you back. Ha-ha! <laughs> yes, let's see how she likes that. So I'm to stay here to spite Mama who wants me to stay here. Everyone's going quite mad. You'll do nothing of the sort.
0: I'll pull Claire Matilda from the grave before I let you have Maisie. Mrs
1: Wicks! But she must stay long enough to share her papa's own excitement, surely? Papa's excitement, You don't mean he's about to marry? Not about to, my dear. He is married. As of yesterday. To me. (laughs) He is my husband, and yes, I am his wife. But, Miss Overmore... Mrs Beale, if you please. Surely, Papa can't really have married Miss Overmore. You can call me Mrs Beale too, dear. Can she hear this? Or... Mother. All right, Mrs Beale... Oughtn't you to be heading off? I expect you'll want to share our happy news with Mrs Farange.
0: There, what? As of last week apparently.
4: Well do pass on my congratulations that's very good of you. To the dullest and most deluded pair in London on pledging to spend the rest of their miserable lives together. What a fairy tale to watch her ego get bigger and bigger while his fortune gets smaller and smaller until she is 90% hysteria and he is 90% whiskey and even their lovers since they'll have no choice but to seek solace from the torture in other people grow bored of them and one day he'll keel over in front of his liqueur cabinet and she'll wear cheap black lace and suffer acute exhaustion from all the fake tears she'll be forced to cry at her late husband's grave
0: she'll be delighted for you speaking of Mama uh, she asked me to bring you something to remind you of the dear man who is to become your stepfather
5: good morning Maisie good morning Mrs Wicks Um, I mean (laughs) good morning Maisie and hello light of my life Oh what's the matter my new little wifey?
1: The matter is your old little wifey making everything about herself as usual. Look what her messenger has brought. Must I really be expected to tolerate photos of my new husband's ex-wife's fiance in my house? Fiance. He and Mamma are betrothed, Papa. It means... I
5: know what it means.
1: And Mrs Wicks has given me this photo to remember him by. Oh, it's more of a loan,
0: really, my dear. It
1: belongs to me. Why ever do you have a photo of Sir Claude?
0: I oh, yeah, use it as a paperweight. Good frame, sturdy glass.
5: All this fuss over Mamma and some poor old fly who's been trapped in her web. You women do get yourselves in the most frightfully unnecessary pickles... I'll take the photo and say thank you, you funny fish.
0: Really, it's not to keep. <laughs> no harm in borrowing, I suppose.
5: Well, thank you for coming to see the funny fish. Model is waiting by the door. She will see you out. And as for you, do stop fussing and come and give your husband a kiss. I've trimmed my beard, so I won't hear another word about a badger's buttock.
1: <laughs> and just like that, I gained two parents in five minutes. I suppose I ought to feel lucky surrounded by all these people It is strange I feel so lonely If I still had Lisette it might be different I used to talk to her about everything When parents get lovers They don't want their children But when they get married They want them once more But just as a pawn in the games they're performing And it's difficult for children to try to keep score It's difficult for children to try to keep score Lisette used to answer all of my questions too, ones I could never ask Mama about life and boys and, you know, other things. It is true, chérie. Love can be complicated. Have you ever fallen in love, Lisette? Once or twice a week. Have you ever kissed anybody? Many, many people. <gasps> Same as Mama. What does it feel like? like- Biting into a toffee apple. Sounds painful. Non, c'est délicieux. What if I get it wrong? It's the most natural thing in the world, chérie. Though the first time it can be awkward to know where to put your daddles. Oh, I don't think I have any daddles. Your daddles. Your hands. It's an English word, non? Sir Claude uses it. I don't know where he finds these expressions. Last night, he told Mama she looked like a... She looked bang up to the elephant. Hmm? Apparently, it's a compliment. It didn't go down well. Romance is a rocky road, indeed. There just b- seems to be so many rules. Is it true that the man must be older than the woman? No. Richer? Not necessarily. Taller? Absolutely. I'm never going to fall in love anyway. Or if I do, not until I'm ancient. At least 20. Très sensible. You know, some men, they are like fine beef. But others... They are like an earth that has gone off. Lisette? Oui, ma petit point. Why is it that love is supposed to be the most magical thing in the world, yet it seems to make people so unhappy and rather unkind? You mean your parents? Yes, them and others, too. What about Sir Claude? Sir Claude is kind, non? He is. Only now him and Mum are betrothed. He might be entirely different when he's my stepfather... Look at Miss Overmore. You mean Madame Beale. (laughs) You don't miss a thing, do you, Lisette? When lovers are lovers, they like their stepchildren. But once lovers marry, well, what happens then? It seems we're for part time, not true from the hard time. And it's difficult for children to trust them again. It's difficult for children to trust them again. Mama made me get rid of Lisette on my birthday. Said I was Quite grown up now, and there is no place for dolls in a young woman's life. That wretched girl! Speak of the devil. Lesson number five. A beautiful face cannot disguise an ugly heart.
2: She's on the war path again, I'm afraid, old boy. Have you done something to upset her?
1: Is my name Macy?
2: Is that a trick question? Sir Claude. You must call me Father, old boy.
1: I won't, if that's all right.
2: It's quite all right. What is it? Does
1: Mamma love me?
2: I'm sensing you're feeling sad. Um, and I think I know what the problem is.
1: Yes? Yes! You'd like a marzipan
2: mouse, wouldn't you?
1: Yes. That's it, exactly.
2: <laughs> it's wondrous how easy it is to make a child happy. <laughs> I remember my own dear Mama kept a porcelain jar of sweeties in her room, and whenever little Sir Claudie was feeling blue, she would call me in and let me choose anything I liked. She would always say, a sweet for my sweet.
1: I'm so sorry, Sir Claude. When did she pass away?
2: away? Mama lives in Baker Street.
1: Oh. Hmm.
2: If only we could cheer your mama up with a marzipan mouse, hmm?
1: So, Claude, do you love Mama? I say, there's an awful lot
2: flying around today about love. Do you? I think your mama is beautiful, and I think she has an exquisite face, and... Nor the hair of an angel, and I think each eye is a galaxy of stars, and her lips are God's own work. Oh, there, there now, does does that answer your question?
1: Not at all.
2: Oh, speaking of mothers, I met your stepmamma, the uh, new Mrs. Beale, last night. You did? Yes. Quite my chance. Isn't she delightful?
1: That's one way of putting... She's so I- pretty.
2: She, she really is a prime article. Uh-oh. Not that we want to mention any of that to your mama. Oh, boy, we, we, uh, we value our lives, don't we?
4: <laughs> we certainly do. Oh, we value our lives, don't we? Oh, we certainly do. Oh, you horrid, wicked pair! Mama! You aren't fit to call me that, you heartless creature. Has any mother... Ever tried so hard, ever offered so much of themselves? I give and I give, and yet I get nothing back but cruelty. Well, I shan't stand for it any longer. I on a tick, my as sweet. for you. You ought to be ashamed of the way you poisoned her against me. Oh, I hear the two of you chattering away like a pair of witches. Sharper than a serpent's tooth to have a thankless child. I've been blind to kind to you while you've watched on and smiled. You've always been your father's girl. How I prayed. That would fade It's an indecency Your cruel behaviour to me Look at you standing there Like I'm unfair No, Mama, believe me, I... You dare, you dare Sharper than a serpent's tooth To fear your only child I've been taken for a fool while you've watched on and smiled. You've poisoned her against mama. I see through all of you. It's A conspiracy to take my baby from me. Well, now I must declare that I don't care.
3: Mama, he would never. So there, so
2: there. I'm sensing you're angry about something, my sweet.
0: Mom. There's a Mr. Perriam for you at the door.
4: Ah, oh, Mr. Perriam! Oh, sweet relief! Finally, someone who appreciates me. How do I look, Susan?
0: Radiant, Mom.
4: No oh, do I. That's not easy after all the pummeling I've just taken. Not easy at all. Right then. Let's not keep my guest waiting. Mama, I'm sorry. Tonight. I do not have a daughter.
2: I'd, um, I'd better go and keep an eye on Mr. Perium. <laughs> no doubt that corny-faced lunkhead also believes your mama's lips are God's own work.
1: <laughs> Funny how these men fall over themselves for mamma and her looks. I wonder what Lisette would say. A shark in lipstick is still a shark, chérie. Though I've guilty myself of putting far too much store on the importance of beauty pretty this and pretty that wasn't i proud of miss overmore's looks didn't i judge mrs wicks on hers not anymore from now on i shall imagine that everyone's insides are on the outside not literally of course that would be disgusting but walking hearts and souls that no hair or makeup or beautiful gowns can improve
3: it takes a wise child to know its parent. It takes a wise child to, to contemplate and learn. It takes a wise child to know his parent. It takes a wise child to recognize
1: Lesson number six. Cupid's work is never done.
2: Hello, old boy.
1: What are you doing here? And where is Papa? Uh, Your Papa
2: is... um,
1: Shall we say... Engaged
2: in other affairs.
1: I see. Have you come to take me back?
2: No, no, old boy. You've you've a few months here yet.
1: Oh, come now. You make it sound like a punishment. (laughs) On the
2: contrary. In fact, I'm rather envious. Then
1: we must increase the frequency of our invitations to you, Sir Claude. For Maisie's sake, of course. Well, of course, yeah. Where is Mama? We're back at she She's
0: going to look at some peacocks.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> peacocks? Don't ask. I shouldn't like to be overheard, Mrs Wicks. I think something is going on between Sir Claude and Mrs Beale. Mrs Wicks?
0: Forgive me. For a moment, I thought you said Sir Claude and Mrs Beale. I did. But he would never with that woman. Whatever gave you that impression?
2: I believe you understand, Mrs Beale, what it's like to live with, um, well, what would you call it, a a rather irritating affliction?
1: Oh, yes. I too suffer acutely.
2: Mine gives me a non-stop earache.
1: Mine makes me terribly queasy. I can imagine. Especially in bed. No,
2: don't. (laughs) Mine's costing me a terrific amount of money. I shall be bankrupt before I'm ever cured.
1: (laughs) We must stop before the poor girl works out what we mean. (laughs) They mean my parents. Oh, my girl,
0: that's disloyal, I grant you, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything.
1: There's more. I expect Mrs. Farange will be wondering where you've got to.
2: Well, she might, but no doubt Mr will be on hand to comfort her or the captain or Lord Eric
0: you're very understanding Mm,
2: that's not my only good quality
0: no tell me more
2: I can eat an orange in 13 seconds
0: sounds juicy Mm -hmm. so what do you think 13 seconds is impressive Mrs Wicks? Only teasing. I think everything going on between the adults
1: must be terribly difficult and confusing for you. Normally I can quite happily shrug it off. Why ever should you have to? This meeting with Sir Claude and Mrs Beale, it wasn't the romance that upset me. It's enchanting how you care for Maisie. Perhaps one day you'll have your own little Sir Claude's or Claudette's running about.
2: Oh, Not a chance, apart from the fact that Ida would be a terrible mother. She cannot abide children. Simply cannot abide.
0: Lovely though that man is, he doesn't always employ this before opening this.
1: Why doesn't Mama like me? Oh, Maisie. Look me in the eye.
0: I know everything feels overwhelming at present, but none of this is a reflection on you. I promise. One day soon, you are going to look around at a life that is full and happy And peaceful.
1: Mrs. Wicks! Even if that isn't today. She sounds cross.
0: Perhaps one of the peacocks stood on her foot.
1: (laughs) Or forgot to compliment
0: her hair. (laughs) I shall be back. In the meantime, why don't you settle down with a book? Try and take your mind off things. I hope you'll visit again soon,
1: Sir Claude. Maisie will miss you something rotten if you don't.
2: Oh, you can't keep me away from something I care about. I'm most tenacious like that.
1: Oh, that's good to know. See you soon.
2: Yes, soon. Right. Right.
1: Goodbye, then. Goodbye. (laughs) What? And Sir Claude has been there four times since. I know because he tells me he's going to get his glasses fixed. He doesn't wear glasses is going to run out of hours at this rate. Everything seems a great big mess and somehow I'm to figure it all out myself. Mama and Papa, where are you? Mama and Papa, I'm alone again. Why won't somebody tell me something and why won't Someone would tell me something And I wish someone would please explain Lesson number seven A fat purse makes the world go round Oh my dear Mrs Wicks, what's the matter? I'm afraid your mama has asked me to leave at once. No!
0: She thinks I'm conspiring with your father. Why ever would I? You are my sole priority. She must know that, yet somehow she thinks me a, a, a traitor simply because I mentioned that your father and the Countess... Who is the Countess? Oh, forgive me, I forget your tender age. The Countess is your papa's special friend.
1: Do grown-ups have any friends who aren't special? An older woman, American, rumoured to be terribly difficult. Then what does Papa see in her? I've no idea. And how do you know about this special friend of
0: Papa's? Sir Claude told me. Mrs Beale told him. Papa told her. And
1: you told Mama?
0: Quite by accident. I thought, you see, she's no stranger to her own friends... She has, Mr Perriam. She certainly does. And Lord Eric. Uh, exactly. <laughs> He's quite the... Oh, here. How do you know about Lord Eric? And the captain? Oh, dear. This is no life at
1: all for a young girl. What are we to do? Your mama wants me gone by morning. Perhaps I might talk her around. Is she still taking me to the theatre this evening? She
0: wanted to. Truly she did. Only she was invited to a dinner by the sort of friend you just don't say no to. Wealthy friends? Does she have any other kind?
2: Hello, old boy. Back just in time for the most frightful row.
1: So I heard.
2: Mrs Wicks! Dear woman, you look like a death's head mop on a stick.
0: I'm afraid Mrs Farage isn't going to change her mind. Were you with her just now? I was. And how did you find her? Uh,
2: Very easily. She, She was in the drawing room. Now, I've got something to inform you both. I have conjured a plan. Hmm? I am going to escort you to Beale's house tonight. Beale's house? I can't possibly... No, it's all right. He's away on business with his countess, and I have quite sorted it with Mrs Beale.
0: So Mrs Beale is in on this?
2: Absolutely. And she's so in, she's practically out. But to be clear, she's in.
1: Sir Claude, you're leaving me, and Mrs Wicks too. What will I do without you both? I cannot be left here with Mama, I cannot. I I say, oh boy, it's something the matter. You're coming with us, of course.
2: We'd never abandon you. Abandon you? I shouldn't dream of it, you silly saddle goose. The two of you are to be by the door in 30 minutes and a cab shall be waiting.
0: He makes everything seem so straightforward, doesn't he? Dear Girl. For people like him, the world is straightforward. And
5: again.
3: (laughs) Cue vocal. The rich have it easy Yes, the rich they can choose
0: Rough
1: cobbles of life's path. If I were richer, I myself might be able to. If you were a jot different, you wouldn't be Mrs. Wicks, and I should hate that. Ready? As I'll ever be.
2: How did you sleep, old boy?
1: I had the queerest dream. I was riding through the air on a giant creature, something like a horse, with a woman who was covered in the most extraordinary jewels, all glittering and winking like eyes, and she kept calling me Claire Matilda. And then the woman turned out to be Mama's servant, Susan.
2: I'm awfully fond of you, old boy, so I say this only out of love. There is nothing on earth so tedious as another man's dream.
1: But, Sir Claude, it was...
0: No,
2: do believe me when I say there are no exceptions. I myself didn't sleep a jot. Am I the only one here who slept quite soundly? Sir Claude, what are we going to do? Well, old boy, I've come up with a master plan. What the devil's going on here? What are you doing here?
5: And and what are you doing here? And you... What are you doing here? Oh, chap, you're back early. Back early? How do you like that? This is my house, old chap. I am neither early nor late. I am always here exactly when I intend to be. Papa, you mustn't be cross. Mama threatened
1: to throw Mrs Wiggs out on the street. She doesn't care for me, nor anyone I love.
5: as it happens, I'm glad you're here, Funny Fish. I have some urgent and rather exciting news. I'm going to America. America? Yes, with the Countess. She has business there and I can help her. Will you come with us? Come with you? Yes, of course. Um, you know, if you want to. Uh, no. Uh, no, I mean, y- yes, I'll come with
1: you. I'll come anywhere th- with you, Papa. Y-
5: you will? If you want me to. Uh, no, no, of, of, of course I do. Of course I do. I'm... Simply thinking of you, that's all. Um, what with America being well, such a long way away and me being tremendously busy with work. I, I fear you might be horribly bored. I, I suppose you'd far sooner stay here.
1: Yes. You're quite right, Papa. I think I'll stay here.
5: Oh, I'm heartbroken. Oh, little donkey. Um, but, but, but I quite understand. Um, will you will be sure to tell your mother I offered... Yes, make make it clear, I'm not trying to play dirty or or wriggle out of my duties. Your duties? Now, Now, give your papa a hug. I'm desperately sad you aren't joining us, and I don't know when I'll see you again. However, I'm of the firm belief that it's not good for a child, no, a young woman, for her parents to hang around her forever like a pair of flies. Now, I don't know what strange triangle is going on here, and frankly, I've lost interest. But look after her, won't you?
2: That was awfully intense. Back to my master plan.
4: Let me speak with my daughter, or I shall report you to the police for kidnap. Ah,
2: hello, fiancé of mine. Oh,
4: shut up. There you are, my angel. I'm afraid I must prise you away from your precious pair for a moment because Mama has something to tell you. Do sit down.
1: I am sitting down.
4: You've always been far too clever. Listen, my angel. I know in your fantastical little bubble, it must feel as though you have the perfect life and we all have the perfect marriages and life in general is perfect, but I must be honest with you. Things have been going on, things between us adults, things it would shock you to hear, things you couldn't possibly understand, and it's made me ill. No, no, I must, must get away. You mustn't ask for more details, only know that I must get away or my doctor will have to answer for the consequences. Oh, your frock is too filthy. I have come to sacrifice myself to give up my only daughter the one thing in the world that I have left for both our sakes so there it is I'm going away with Mr. Perriam? I, I mean Lord Eric <laughs> I mean the captain you never change do you three words rotten to the core Actually, yes that I was... know it was four words as of today, I wash my hands of you, and how free it finally feels. How sharper than a serpent's tooth Mom! to have... Your taxi's here. Right, one. Good luck, you pathetic, miserable lot.
2: I suppose this means the wedding's off.
0: Is this a dream? Has she really gone?
2: She really has, dear woman. Oh, yes! What a day. <laughs> oh, Mrs Wicks, I could kiss you. <laughs> uh, I, oh, boy, you're not hurt by the ramblings of a bitter, twisted woman, are you?
1: I, I suppose I am, rather. I must be terribly careless to lose two
0: parents in one go. You haven't lost anyone, dear girl. You are right here, and Sir Claude is going to tell us his master plan... Aren't you, Sir Claude? What are we standing around for?
1: I thought we were leaving. Just in time, my sweet. Leaving?
2: Where are we going? France, old boy. Or should I say, old garçon. France? A fresh start with Mrs. Beale and me. You may call me mother.
1: Mrs. Wicks, didn't you tell me you always wanted to visit France?
2: Ah. Sir Claude, surely you haven't been misleading them on the arrangement. No, no, no. I see... Um, You see, uh, Mrs. Wicks, dear woman, Mrs. Beale has kindly arranged a new governess position for you here in London.
1: Mrs. Wicks won't be joining us. I'm afraid there isn't room. But uh, there isn't room in France. It's quite all right, Maisie dear.
2: It's with a most suitable family. They're happy for you to start when you like. And what with Beale being in America, you may stay here in the meantime. Isn't that right, Mrs. Beale?
1: Happy to oblige. (laughs) Sir Claude, what will we do in France?
2: Do... We'll have fun, old oh boy. We'll eat snails, see the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> and after that—well, that's the beauty of the continent. Who knows? Well, Maisie, Mrs. Wicks, we, oui?
1: Tresbian you aren't going to keep up that jibber jabber when we're there, are you? France is terribly exciting. I'd love to visit a whole new country. Perhaps we'd meet Lisette's family there. And Mama always says the dresses in Paris are the best in the world. And Sir so Claude and Mrs Beale, well, they'll be like a new set of parents. It all makes perfect sense. I think, dear Sir Claude, that I should like to politely and with very much gratitude decline your offer. If you don't mind, I shall stay here. Stay here? With Mrs Wicks.
2: Oh, boy, you can't mean that.
1: I think it's a rather charming idea. But we... We can't force her, dear. France is a frightful place to be if your heart's
0: not in it. Mrs Wicks, you're happy with this, I presume? I feel it would be the most perfect thing in the world.
1: Wonderful. We shall leave you some compensation, of course, for your trouble. Trouble?
2: This is insanity. It's madness. Our cab is due. Can I not mm, persuade you, Maisie? You've been so dear to
1: me, Sir Claude, and one day I shall repay you. This isn't goodbye forever, it's simply au revoir.
2: Until we meet again. Right you are.
1: Goodbye, Maisie. Goodbye, Mrs Beale. Goodbye, Mrs Wicks. Goodbye, Mrs Beale.
2: Goodbye. And good luck, you bricky pair.
1: Have we gone mad?
0: Wherever shall we live? I have an aunt, We used to have an aunt and she owns a house used to own a house and it belongs to me now as it happens I could never bear to rattle around
1: in it before old and lonely and alone Now we shall both rattle around in it together
3: Together Yes, you are
0: to start brushing up on my stories
1: Mrs Wicks, you are the closest thing to a parent I've ever known you are more than a parent, you are thank you no Maisie thank you there you have it Papa goes to America and Sir Claude goes to France and Mama goes well, (laughs) I don't know where Mama goes although I hear she's getting married there but none of it matters now I have Mrs Wicks Thanks to her, I know at last what it means to be loved. Really loved. And what's that, Lisette? Mrs. Wicks found her in Mama's bedroom. Lisette says, I've gone on quite long enough. So this is where I'll leave you. Just me, two absent parents, one governess turned guardian, one French doll, eight lessons, 200 uneaten marzipan mice, and a very, very full heart as my stories would say, the end.
3: It takes a wise child to know its parents It takes a wise child to contemplate and learn It takes a wise child to outgrow its parent It takes a wise child A future filled with happiness we make the world turn A future filled with happiness we